Happy Wednesday, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. I think you're going to really enjoy this one. Some guy in Austin and I discuss several important topics like bungee jumping, fun or idiotic, leeches, helpful or harmful, demi, smart or brilliant. Before we begin, I'd like to disclaim two things. Number one, some guy and I go off on a slight tangent and laugh so hard there's silence. Two, I pronounce Kaylin's name as a double name, Kaylin, half the time. I don't know how the twang escapes me, but it does. Speaking of things that are puzzling, how do you confuse the name Hannah with Kaylin? Answer, you don't. Bold move, Harrison. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 90. I'm talking with some guy in Austin again. We're discussing Colton's Bachelor recap, the season where he is a virgin. I don't know if you knew that. And he's got a lot of ladies who are vying for his attention. And this week, he feeds them pig feet and makes them have leeches on their bodies. What do you think about that? Fun date, huh, in Singapore? Well, first of all, uh, good afternoon, Kaylin. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. Did you get it? All right. That was I'm no just gonna, accident. That no was way, no man. Accident. <laughs> when Harrison walks in and he points straight at Hannah B when she has a question and says, yeah, go ahead, Kaylin. I mean, the genius of that moment. <laughs> the look on her face. Oh, was, it was so great. It did you was see her so just take great. like two seconds to compose herself before she was like, my name's Hannah. Mm-hmm. My name's I mean, that was her pageant training kicking in. Uh, yeah, that was brutal, man. Um, so uh, we go international this week. I'm happy we about that, I guess. Is it usually um, this early? You know, I, it seemed a little earlier, but I was more shocked at the level of just sheer excitement. I know. When it, it's either, uh, you know, it, I was there, I had flashbacks of, you know, the Iranian hostages uh-huh. getting released. <laughs> And maybe there's some sort of, you know, comparable feeling. It had to be more about we're getting out than we're going to Singapore. Right. That's what I mean. They're they're so relieved to get out of the mansion. Oh, my gosh. It was Um, so funny. um, So they stay at the Fairmont, Singapore, which Mm -hmm. uh, good good for the Fairmont. They just opened a giant one here. Um, This is some guy had a big to do with that. opening and uh, they just opened one here in Austin apparently in Singapore as well so things are going well for the Fairmont have you ever been to Singapore uh, no but you have um, on a back dock somewhere um, <laughs> lost with no purpose I remember that story very well did you happen to swing by the Fairmont <laughs> no no well I didn't have money which right. you're already going mm-hmm, mm-hmm. starting off great Lindsay no, in Singapore, whenever I was there, certain colored cabs mean they only take cash and certain colored cabs mean they have the credit card swipey. So wow. 
whenever you're in the oil and gas business, you just always use the credit card. You ne- Sometimes you have cash when it makes sense, but where I was just needing a cab to go somewhere. So it did make sense to have money. And I was going to the docks because of the ship that was being built and I couldn't pay. And he sort of halfway abandoned me. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, the, I'm here now. It's good. So let me just clarify. You weren't at the Fairmont. I was not at the Fairmont, <laughs> but you know where I was at the hotel with the big boat on top. Did you um, did you bungee jump while you were there? I did not, nor would I have ever bungee jumped towards a swimming pool. Did you uh, did did you eat anything that had eight legs? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Really, I did not like it. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could do that. And you know, we've talked about my xenophobia just mm-hmm. in general. I, I don't like um, uh, leaving the country. In fact, mm-hmm. I've I've only left the country to go to the Cayman Islands, uh, the extent of my international travel. Right. And uh, and border towns, which don't really count. Don't count. We can drive yeah. there, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the prospect of going to Singapore and just being handed, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be the fact that it it was like a chicken foot or something like mm-hmm. that. That would bother me less than the spices and what, you know, whatever it was fried in, I think would mess with ah. your system. You know, just, just the whole different diff, different bundle of ingredients, I think. And one of them, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Onyeka almost threw up or she did throw she up in a did. dumpster. Yes, that was awful. And the worst, there were two bad things about that. First of all, that she did it, but... Two bad things. Number one, she kept bragging about how she was in international travel and she's mm-hmm. she was going to try anything and she's adventurous and it's great. And then she, it's not even a joke. She's, mm, mm, and you can see it in her mouth and she has to go to a dumpster. And then some Singapore guy is waving his hand in front of his nose like it stinks. Yeah. Terrible on Yeka. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, well, so like I know we're jumping around, but uh, we start with. Um, were you surprised that Tasha got the first date? I was. No, I think, really. I think he likes Tasha. I do think he likes Tasha, and I also think this is this is me just having watched the show for twenty seven seasons now, seventeen years. No one's counting. I think that it is whenever you have that adventuresome date like that. It's somebody who is on the periphery. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So he's yeah. not, he's people that he really, 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 really likes. He would never take them to go bungee jumping. He takes them to go shopping like in Pretty Woman. So, so your theory is, um, you know, okay, Colton, look, you got a really cool adventurous date here. You're going to kick her to the curb eventually, but who deserves to go? Right. Okay. The other thing that, um, got me about the bungee jumping uh, is that um, Tasha appeared to be um, gifted in terms of a bosom. Mm-hmm, I think we would mm-hmm, agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, that had to require, and I'm not a woman, so I wouldn't know. Um, that had to require some sort of extra support. Hmm. Um, just sheer physics of mm-hmm. going down at that speed. Um, it seems to me that that might be a little painful. Right. I would say yes. And I would also say that if you look closely, I think we had a blurbed out boob. Ah, like the I shirt had come off. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. See, mm-hmm. that's what I was expecting. I thought, wow, that's going to be awkward, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? No, here's the awkward thing. You and I have talked about this. I believe we instigated it way back either in Mesnick 
or in Pavelka, or maybe even Roberto's year with the blonde on E, who I can't remember her name right now. What's her name? What's her name? Allie Fedotovsky. Yes. We talk all the time about how there's the date where you have to prove your love, and it's all mm-hmm. the analogies about, oh, we got to conquer our fears together right. and right. took a leap of faith to show, and that bonded us. And I thought that's what we were doing because that's what we do. And then they jumped separately. They didn't yeah. twist them together and make them go together and then swing on a cord and kiss upside down to show yeah, that I, they made it. I thought that that was going to be that, but there were there was very little metaphoring no. um, afterward. But I thought, you know, marriage is a lot like a bungee jump. Is it um, now? Tell me. Sure. Well, it's expensive. Uh-huh. Uh, it's dangerous. <laughs> uh, and at the end of it, uh, it makes your head hurt. Right. Okay. <laughs> It's also thrilling for, you know, about a third of the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. Number two, um, would you have gone first to show you're not afraid and I'll, I'll go first and then you go after me or would you have made her go first? Yeah, I wouldn't have cared. I've never been bungee jumping. Um, uh, I just never got around to it, but I have been skydiving and I'm assuming it's the same sort of, you know, mentally gearing mm-hmm, up process. Mm-hmm. Like there is, there is a portion of your brain that says, what are you doing? Yes. Uh, and there's that other portion that says, ah, it's all right. This is national TV. What could happen? <laughs> you signed some papers. <laughs> it's fine. Right. That water will totally catch your fall. Right. The concrete <laughs> below it won't, but the water, it can kind of break some things. Here's sure- my question for you. Have you ever seen a bungee jumper jump like they're going into a swimming pool feet first? Uh, no, I never have. Uh, I've also never seen uh, anybody just pushed off the platform right. like that. Um, <laughs> so little, they offer a little, uh, little looser set of rules apparently in Singapore than they do over here. It was just interesting that I expected... Tasha to hold her nose and jump in. She went feet first. That she had did. to hurt, hurt whenever she got to the end and it whipped her upside down. Yeah. I mean, you're risking a neck injury and, you know, not to mention the um, injury to both breasts. Right. And, the uh, bosom. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, she seemed to have a great time. He, he screamed pretty loud the whole way down. She seemed to hold it together a little bit more. Yeah. You know that. what I was thankful for though um they started off by oh we're trying something new Mm, mm -hmm. and uh, my thought was that you know in the preseason edit it was again all about you know firsts all about firsts for colton oh right Mm -hmm. Uh, but they didn't go there so i thought the shifting of gears was appropriate and you know to be honest with you she was a good pick she was fun she was uh, low drama Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. there's, there's nothing going on with her and any of the other girls in the house and uh, it seemed good. Right. I think that whenever they got to the date at the or the cocktail party or their dinner at the end of the bungee jumping, well, they gallivanted on the beach a little bit and made out in the ocean. Then they go to dinner and she has something big that she has to tell him. And it is that she has been divorced. Mm-hmm. And like, like within the year. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And his you know, face made a look. And mm-hmm. I thought, we have several several options here. He's either checking out on her mentally already, or he's very jet-lagged, or it's creative editing. 
But or he, he might have still had glaucoma from the hanging upside <laughs> down and jumping head first that. from, yeah. <laughs> His head is still pounding and you can't really <laughs> exactly. hear what she's saying. Yeah. Here's the deal, though. He said, thank you for telling me that. That was very brave. I do not judge you. And let's make out. Yeah. That will that will be a theme throughout this episode. I'm just going to point that out right now. Yeah. I think that that's probably the best way to handle that because mm-hmm. the, the read I got from his face was, well, you're going home already. Now you're really going home. Mm. Um but I might as well make the most of it because you're basically a nice person. Mm-hmm. And I think he, I think he did enjoy the day. I think she's yeah, great. Are you I think kidding? She'll... Drama free. Did you see yes. the look on his face when Hannah B was unloading on him oh later? Gosh, I mean, he was yes. like, "God, this again." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they went into the Ferris wheel after. Um, mm-hmm. He popped a champagne cork in an enclosed glass container that was mm-hmm. taking him very high in the air. I didn't think that was smart. But they didn't die again, so good for them. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, overrated Ferris wheels or fun? I believe Ferris wheels are overrated. I agree with you. Because it takes a very long time to get around once. It doesn't really do much. You know, Mm-mm. you come down, it's like, wee, and then you realize you're not going to hit the bar <laughs> as you go backwards and look at the carny with zero teeth, probably mm-hmm. in violation of his parole somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, operating the thing. And you think, okay, I'm going to be all right. How many more times can this go around? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you're, if you're pretending to sit in a Ferris wheel right now, pretend you're mm-hmm. sitting. I'm pretending right now. Now, it starts to go. Mm-hmm. Are you going up, forward, up and over? Or are you going backward, up and around? The latter, I think backward, up and around. Is that one of those half full, half empty tests? No, I think it's a real thing. Of something is right and something is wrong. Meaning, (laughs) (laughs) you get it. You get it. What I'm saying. You get it. (laughs) No. (laughs) Because I, I, this is this is weird. But I was in Disney World and I was in It's a Small World and they have this Ferris wheel and I said that Ferris wheel is going the wrong way, and the people around me had an argument with me saying it doesn't matter which way a Ferris wheel goes. Ferris wheel always goes. You go uh, back. Clockwise, it, it will go. Well, I guess depending on which side you're exactly. standing on. But, but, so but, if you're sitting in the bucket, you your feet go out from underneath you because you're going backwards. Right, and you're up going clockwise. And over. Right, you're going yeah clockwise. Like you're going from six to seven to eight to nine. You're going around that way if you're if you're if you're if you're on the left side of the Ferris wheel. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So so if so if if you're facing if the seats are facing backward when you're looking at them the Ferris wheel will go counterclockwise, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. That's because it was going forward, and I thought, you don't do that because then your feet drag, and you that fall out of the Ferris like, wheel. Like like the equator, like like the toilet goes one way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're like south of the equator, do Ferris wheels go the opposite direction? Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now pretend you've got a box of matches. Mm-hmm. in your right hand because you're left-handed so you got a box of matches in your right hand and your left hand is holding a match and you're going to strike the box mm-hmm. which way are you striking it now it actually awesome ambidextrous so it actually strike with my right hand okay and i would strike from back to front front away from your body away from yeah so as not to um ignite Catch yourself myself on fire <laughs> exactly well that's a thing some people go forward um okay well isn't that um, interesting 
Yeah, it's very now that's true. one of those psychological things that I learned in Baylor. Just like whenever you're standing there and you say, do you have something on the bottom of your shoe? And how you turn your foot to look at the bottom of your shoe uh-huh. says if you're like ma- or masculine like, like, or feminine. Yes. Um, now also, um, remember the, the, uh, this is another thing. Remember the book Huck, Huckleberry Finn uh-huh. uh, by Mark Twain. Do you remember when Huck dresses up like a woman and the woman throws the sewing supplies at him and he, um, closes his legs to catch him and she knows he's a boy. No, <laughs> because women will open their legs to catch something in their dress where uh, men oh. have a legitimate reason to close their legs when something's coming at their waist. Yeah. No. Um, and then finally, I, I read this um, was, you know, one of these things I was thumbing around online that was uninteresting to me at the time. However, in mm-hmm. light of this conversation, I'm able to use it now. Um, when you shower, mm-hmm. when you grab the soap, what's the first place you wash on your body? When I grab the soap, maybe the shower, an, maybe an arm. Okay. See, so like that says something because uh, like there's like type A, like uh, really outgoing people wash their chest first. Oh, what am I? What's an arm? I have no idea, but I was reading that and it said, do you, the, the title of the article was like, you know, the way you shower. It was like a men's health thing. And then like below that was like, it's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small, small Get better abs, you know, <laughs> one, of the, one of those things. <laughs> Did you know? And then like a few I would have said, I'll find that article, but I'm not going to find that article yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't need to know that last part. Like, that's not interesting to you. Um, the this uh, conversation would be so much more interesting if you could tell me what the arm meant, but that's okay. It's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into that. Um, but the, the Men's Health magazine is basically the same magazine. There's only three types of articles. You know, get bigger arms now or a bigger insert piece of anatomy and mm-hmm. then uh, mm-hmm. uh, renew diet. And then they have some hunky guy like, you know, what's the guy that dances that's in those terrible movies that you like? The guy that was married to Jenna Dewan. Oh, Channing Tatum, yeah. Yeah, some dude like him on the front without mm-hmm. a shirt on. Right. It's like Channing's new workout. You know, oh, like, yeah. How is that new workout? Do you like it? It's fantastic. I, I do a lot of hip-hop dancing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good cardio, you know? <laughs> what music are you listening to when you hip-hop? Um, I don't know. Soldier Boy? Does anyone listen to that anymore? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what we're talking about. Back You're to supposed to say Pitbull. <laughs> Him, well, Pitbull, it's called Soldier Boy featuring Pitbull. Dan Plaché featuring yeah. Pitbull. Okay. Moving on. Here we go. The next date is the group date, and it's everybody, meaning 13 people. That's way too many people. Yeah, 13 people. Uh, 13 people on one date where they go... And do three things. Number one, they shop for tchotchkes in the Singapore market. Number mm-hmm. two, they go to a leech therapy place and put leeches all over their bodies. Or just one leech on their body. And number three, they eat questionable food that makes people throw up. Have Good you ever date, had a, bad date? What do you think? Uh, I think it was terrible. Yeah, um, have you ever had a leech? No. Okay. Have I you? Have. Yeah, I went camping one or hiking once. Oh, you camp- got it accidentally? 
Yeah, and I went hiking camping, and we were we were going through this river like waist high, and so I had my backpack and all my gear like over my head. Mm-hmm. And when I stepped out of the water, I had a leech on my ankle and then one like on my like my stomach. Ew. Yeah, did it's kind of pull them off, or did you use like a lighter with fire? I, pu- I pulled it off. You just got to pull very gently, and um, you know, as long as they're not super swollen up, they're pretty easy to get off. But yeah, it'll creep you out a little bit, and then what creeps you out beyond that is because they're they're basically harmless right but um then you start thinking well where else might i have a leech (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know you're tempted to have your friends check (laughs) places you can't see Um, i would i would in a heartbeat in a heartbeat i'd say we are these friends now yeah so do it it's a little creepy, but yeah, I mean, there, there's worse things that could get on you than, than leeches, but sure. uh, yeah, that, that is, you know, that's a little weird going to a foreign country and, mm-hmm. you know, getting leeches and eating chicken feed. Yes. This seemed very, to me, this, the Singapore date, I guess what he did with Tasha was fine and what he did with Kaylin was fine, but I would have thought you're in Singapore. I think you can do a little bit better. Even the leech part was five minutes long and all we heard was Demi saying they love me my blood is sweet that that was it I thought that was very Singapore mm. huh? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eh, I see what bad. you did I see what you did mm-hmm. <laughs> my favorite part of this date was Colton leading up to it saying this is going to be hard there are 13 girls and I'm not one to be into PDA I don't like to flaunt it in everybody's face and Demi comes running at him and mm. barrels into him with a pretty significant jump in straddle, I might say. Um, well, when you're 45 pounds, you um, can do it. Could, she could pretty much run as fast as she wants at anything and not knock it over. Right, and then um, he carried her on his back the rest of the way. Yeah, I love her. I really do. <laughs> I, 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 she is fantastic. She really is. She, she is super duper smart. She is so smart, and. And are you being are you being sarcastic or do you I really was mean? I was about to I was about to change <laughs> that sentence a little bit. Was, I'm gonna rephrase. Is she the one that said where Singapore? No, that was Hannah G. Uh, okay, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, who was also super smart, but for different reasons. Okay, so the, what I meant by Demi is that she can look at the group and pick out the weak link. And, oh yeah, and get rid of it. She very she very just, manipulative. manipulative. That's what I mean by smart. She looked at who she had to work with because for some reason, Tracy has pulled back thinking that's probably not the smartest move for me to fight with a 23 year old. But she saw Mm -hmm. that Courtney was not getting the job done and was complaining and was starting to crack. And so she just went in there with her sledgehammer and just bam, bam, bam. But she did it in a very unique way where she was trying to help Courtney because all she was doing was complaining, I don't get any time. I don't get any time. And to Demi's defense, she said, well, go get your time. Yeah. Just walk up and talk to him. Yeah. It's hard to argue with it. When, it when, really when, is. Yeah. And I didn't, I kind of thought to Courtney whenever later on she's crying about it, I thought that's on you, girl. Yep. Yeah. Good for you. Now we, let's see, I'm going to tell you, you've evolved. You're, you're seeing it the right way. Yeah. You're seeing it the right way now. Cause that, that's absolutely my perspective is, you know, it's not Demi's fault that she's taking advantage of her time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not like go, yeah. you know, man I, up or whatever, the, whatever the equivalent female saying, <laughs> get some balls. Like, yeah. Demi's yeah. Is it, didn't she? Cause yeah. she has some. 
apparently I'm not the only one. Am I the only one with the balls to tell? I'm like, wow, there you go. You got to love a lady, though, you know? I mean. But this is where where it separates for me. Had she been going around and saying, well, you just need to do that, and you just need that, and that's your fault. She wasn't saying that. She, in a way, she was, but she was saying, hey, time is of the essence. Girl, go talk to him. Just insert yourself in. It's best if you do this. You're running out of time. If I were you, I would do this. Don't worry about it. We're all here. We all know why we're here. Just go. Yeah. And she wouldn't. And so, it, mm-hmm. and, then, and then she, and, and later on in the date, again, the date was absolutely nothing. No one did anything except for Hannah B ate a fish eyeball and thought that was the best thing ever. Poor Hannah B. Did you notice she was all broken out? Yeah. And, she's and having just, some stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you could tell that there was a physical manifestation of her internal battle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what was, what was going on. Mm-hmm. But later at the cocktail party, it all kind of unravels. That's whenever, um, that's whenever Demi is telling Courtney, go, 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 go. And, Courtney is saying, but I'm a lady, but I'm respectful and he Mm -hmm. needs to come to me. And she wasn't saying it. He needs to come to me. She was simply saying she doesn't feel comfortable in going and inserting herself in these kind of situations. And Demi was saying, you need to get over that because you're going to find yourself on the next Mm -hmm. Singapore Uber back to the airport. (laughs) And so she um, ends up crying in the bathroom and I mean, that's all she wrote. Sorry. Yep. Um, were you shocked that Kerpa got a rose? Yes. I have not seen Kerpa do anything. Now, I thought the two that were eliminated, because we're going to get to this. I want to get back to your point um, about Courtney. But the two that were eliminated made sense. Because Courtney yes. ultimately went home, and she deserved to go home. Yes, I agree. But let me tell you why she got sent home. Is because when... She did have time with Colton. She mm-hmm. whined. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And the look on his face was so over it yep. that he, he, there's it's nothing anyone did. But you know what we're going to hear at the Women Tell All? Mm. She's going to blame everybody but Courtney. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I truly think as well, and we can skip ahead just to wrap this up. So later in the rose ceremony, we kind of have a round two of all of this. Where, mm-hmm. I don't know, Courtney is telling Demi that, you know, you're maturity and you just seem like, and Demi's saying, chick, we're the same age. We're both 23 yeah. years old. Be quiet. You need to go. And if you're not, then that's fine. So then Demi goes a second time. And that, I mean, that's just the worst thing that ever could have happened yeah. to Courtney. But Demi does say that Courtney is cancer. Yeah, that was a little, little, yeah, a little extreme, a little extreme. And then when Courtney goes home, she says, Dr. Demi has cut out the cancer. Yeah, that was a little, I, I, that would have turned me off when she was smiling yep. when Courtney, yeah, that, that would have been, I would have pulled her aside, yep. beat Colton and said, look, you know, that there's nothing to, because see, here's the deal. I think, uh, Dave Barry is famous for the quote, um, and I'm probably paraphrasing here. Someone who's someone who's nice to you, but not nice to the waiter is not a nice person. Yeah. And it's the same principle there. Like if you're going to gloat and rub that in her face, that's really, that is a classless move. I mean, mm-hmm. if you get to the end zone, act like you've been there, whatever metaphor you want to use. Now I, I did want to bring up something because I totally forgot it, but it is relevant to Courtney. 
Do you remember when they were sitting at the all, all around leeching themselves? <laughs> and Courtney says, yes. and Courtney says, <laughs> is this FDA approved? Yeah, is this FDA approved? I thought, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're, in, uh, you're in Singapore. Oh, I don't think great. they have. Uh, they don't have an SDA <laughs> over there. That's kind of the point. <laughs> and then we forgot the most important thing. I'm so I can't believe I just skipped over this. So they go to a, a tarot card reader or a, a fortune teller or something. Yeah, whatever the equivalent is over in <laughs> Singapore. <laughs> and he Singapore. sits down with Cassie, and the guy says. You were brother and sister yeah, in a past life. Yeah, which is freaking weird. And then they get in that weird <laughs> conversation later about it, which made us all hyper oh uncomfortable. <laughs> that was probably the worst thing that you can say on a date where yeah. all these other girls are yeah. around you too. Like, oh, y'all are brother and sister. Yeah. Or you used but, to be brother and sister in another <laughs> life. And she's like, hmm, yeah. great. By, by the way... Um, I love Cassie, you know, I'm rooting for her and I think mm -hmm. she's going to, she's going to be top three. Mm -hmm. Um, I've said that from the beginning, but, um, man, the crack in her armor when Kaylin came home with all the gifts, yes, I would, that made me laugh so hard. All they, the look of jealousy on all of their yes. faces when she came through with all the pretty woman stuff was, mm -hmm. I love that every time that's just the sadistic part of me. It mm -hmm. just makes me all tingly inside when <laughs> They walk in with the Louis Vuitton. Look at my shoes. The, he yeah, picked these exactly. out himself and he I paid for them. I can't carry all this stuff. It's so heavy. Um, do you think, I know we were all super duper uncomfortable. Do you think Cassie handled that well though when she had her little alone time with him? Because they were making out pretty hot and heavy. He likes her a lot. I yeah, think he she's, does. yeah, she, and I, I mean, I think she's one of the most attractive ones there. There's something about her. So I, I think, and that now they're going to do beach stuff, which she's, you know, from Huntington Beach and stuff. I mean, she's she's going to excel in the next few weeks, I think. He really likes her, and I think that she's going to continue to slowly click her way up the, the ranks. Yeah, I agree. And of all of the jealous people, none could be more than Hannah Bama who oh, I thought was going to cut Kaylin whenever she got the one-on-one -on -one, and it was evident that she was going to be pampered during her date. Yeah. I thought there was going to be some sort of Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding, <laughs> you know, assault where <laughs> Kaylin ends up mysteriously with a broken knee, you know, it wouldn't it be funny if they hired that Rick and Morty guys. Yeah. What are those guys names? The Tom and Morty or whatever, the Vikings. That'd be great if they popped out of like a building somewhere and just smacked Caitlin in the knee. <laughs> what was her names? Tom and Morty. Was that one? <laughs> I know Morty was one of them. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we will. That is oh so that funny. Would be great. They oh just my like, gosh. Like 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 that Galuli guy and whatever. Uh, I mean, that, or know, the guy just, who helped Roz pack her suitcase. That that's time. right. Yeah, just pops out from one of the dumpster where one of them is puking and just smacks Kaylin right in the knee oh with a foreign, foreign object. And then she says, um, I didn't clap for her when she won Miss USA. Yeah. I could have clapped for her. Now I missed it. Darn yeah. it. And that's well, whenever you just go, girl, they're going to mm -hmm. show this on Women Tell All. This is... 
Yeah. Mm. Have I have I ever told you about my uh, my experience with pageants? You know, I dated a um, mm-hmm. a top runner in the uh, Miss Texas pageant for a couple of years. Did I ever tell you that story? Yeah, I know you like worked it's, that it's, circuit as a dutiful well, boyfriend. Yeah, and it is just it's it's all hyper fake and hyper hyper competitive. Is it toxic? I mean, it, would you say? I think it's toxic. And mm-hmm. I, and, uh, you know, the other thing that it is, is, um, it just breeds this sort of, um, this unnatural jealousy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really is a weird thing. I remember, um, my ex saw another girl across campus who ultimately ended up winning and she picked her out of a crowd of probably 300 people from a hundred yards away. And she was like, I can't stand her. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which <know>? one? <laughs> Who are we talking yeah. about? <laughs> um, it just, so yeah, yeah. I, I can just see, and, and it's gotta be tough. Cause you know, you, they work, they actually do work pretty hard mm-hmm. to starve themselves and get into pageant shape and then to just lose to your roommate. Yeah. Um, it's also pretty, it's also pretty much the same people, right? Like if you don't win for Miss Dallas one year to go to Miss Texas yeah. and you can be Miss Red Oak and something else, something else yeah. the next year. So it's the same girls kind of cycling through in like a, what a five year period you think? Yeah. And not just that, but they, they mine, the, the one I dated, I did three pageant runs with her. Um, she was a top five finisher in all of them, but she told me where she was going to finish um, all three years in a row, like I'll be number three this year or number two. And, um, she knew the winner every year, weeks before the, the pageant. So I think unless these days you have, you know, um, variables like social media and things that, you know, can pop up, but, um, you know, given, given any, um, opportunity, any of those girls could tell you who the runners up are, who the winner is and, you know, within a few deals. So I don't think there's, you know, when you get 50 girls from this, uh, USA, I probably, you know, only five of them are really in the mix to win it. That was just my impression of being hmm. involved in it. Um, but yeah, you're right. They, they're, they're, they're like almost franchises. They set right. up, they like a city, city of Dallas is Miss Dallas and they have a pageant and they get a winner, but all those girls are groomed. It's like anything else. It's like sports for boys or whatever. They identify them really young and they work them through the system. Well, Hannah supposedly, came back to her old self during the group date and he told her that he said whatever you and Kaylin have going on y'all just work it out I'm 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 dating you individually and yeah. I don't want to hear any of the drama and what I saw today was the old Hannah and I'm glad you're back and she giggle giggle giggled the very next morning here's Kaylin with her pretty woman date and and it snapped again she turned crazy again yep do you think that, um, well, she obviously doesn't respond to stress well. No. Um, that's number one. Um, did you think that Kaylin reaching out and talking to her was sincere? I'm not, I'm going to tell you what I think in a second, but how did you feel about her saying, Hey, can we talk? I think that whether the word sincere is questionable, I think Kaylin did it strategically because she knew based on what Demi said when the the date card came and it was given to Kaylin and she's Kaylin Kaylin that's my East Texas coming out Kaylin. No, well, I say to me, so you know whatever. <laughs> Tomato, <laughs> potato. Yeah. Miss uh, Miss something Carolina. Miss other Carolina, which one? Yeah. Pick a Carolina. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna she, go with North. Got it. I'm gonna go with Central. <laughs> she said Demi, and I quote loosely, 
well, this just isn't fair that you clearly got the individual date card because whatever's going on with you and Hannah. So I wish y'all would figure that out so the rest of us wouldn't have to suffer for it. And said it in front of everybody, but yes, fair point. Because they had just had the big, she said, she said, the episode before, who's right? And, And I think that Kaylin was strategic she might have wanted it to be genuine because she really does look a little bit more hurt than hannah hannah is hurt that she's not winning i feel like kaylin is hurt that she doesn't want to be in the drama again but yet here she is once again and probably a little ticked off that this is a part of her journey to find love if you will Mm -hmm. and i think that she did it on purpose to clear the air on behalf of everybody watching them because she doesn't want the other girls starting to talk to Colton about the two of them. So I think she wanted to nip it in the bud. I'll agree with about, about 80%. I just, I think that she, I think it was sincere. I think she was over it and tired of hearing about it. And she really just wanted to bury the hatchet. Now, mm-hmm. granted, it's a lot easier to bury the hatchet when you've won the, you know, the pretty the, woman the initi- date. Exactly. Right. Or, and, and the pageant and the oh, whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of that. Yeah. You know, it's, so it's like, well, all right, you lost to me three or four times and um, let's just be friends now. Mm. But anyway, um, stunning difference between that uh, or how all of their trauma is handled in the, the Me Too context and uh, how we handled it just a couple seasons ago on Bachelor in Paradise, though, wouldn't mm-hmm. you think? So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get into the depressing stuff, but, you know, clearly there's a theme here about. Yes. you know, vic- victimization and yeah. how, how we have recovered from it. But I felt bad that she, Kaylin had to regurgitate that story mm-hmm. on air. So early. Cause you know, that was yeah. producer driven as well. Yep. That's not something you lead with on a yeah. second date. But yep. then the fact that I think added another layer of complexity to it was that he had been through this with somebody else that he would dated, which we can all assume is Allie Reisman, the gymnast. And that he seemed, I think, affected by it just uh, again saying uh this is, i can't believe this is happening to so many people in my life and then like you say the sexual assault meant awareness that abc has officially put on display for everyone to be aware of like you said because of what happened in bachelor in paradise a couple of paradises ago and the day and age allegedly that we live in. allegedly i'm sorry allegedly, allegedly happened, happened and the day and age that we live in so i think that was that was good but it was it was very much, again, as I mentioned before, it was, I hear what you're saying. I know that was hard. You are so brave. Thank you for telling me. Be who you're going to be. Let's make out. He said that with mm-hmm. Tasha whenever she said she was divorced. He said that with Demi when she cried invisible tears that her mama just got out of federal prison. So we're not going to get to <laughs> see her in federal prison, but hopefully they'll he'll take her all the way to hometowns, please, so we can meet Mama. Yeah. And then again with Kaylin about her sexual assault in college. So this is, he yep. had lots of heavy, heavy one-on-ones, but he also had some pretty fun one-on-ones, alone time, I should say. And I'm talking about Hannah G, who ended up horizontal yeah. with him in the bed. Yeah, but you know, the good news the, the good news was that she she made the bed um Isn't when she when they were done. Kind. Super, mm-hmm. super generous yeah. and nice. Yeah. He likes her. So so top runners right now, I'm thinking Cassie. Okay. Kaylin. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Cassie, Kaylin, Hannah, Hannah B. G. Oh, B? No, Hannah G. I'm Hannah sorry. Hannah G. SMB. Okay. Yep, yep. Hannah G. And then and I would throw in Demi. Hmm. 
I'm going to take Demi out and replace with Katie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes her. She he was sort her. of under the radar. And he does like her. Once again, like you say, um, Kerpa, never heard from her. Katie, never heard from her. Sydney, yeah. never heard from her. Elise, never heard from her. Sort of she, Havana. Um, well, Other she, than Havana eating everything that was a foot or an eyeball at the table, <laughs> didn't hear yeah. from her. But uh, I think, um, to be fair to Elise, she was busy getting her eye makeup put on, uh, which probably would have taken... Did she have some kind of silver thing going on over at the the rose ceremony? I'm not sure. I don't remember her. It was. It was like silver sparkles. Okay. She's the redhead. Yeah, I know she's the redhead. <laughs> yeah. I just don't All remember right. her. We didn't see Onyeka. It was That's clearly... That's enough. That's enough. It's clearly the Demi <laughs> pageant... Hannah G ish show. Cassie a little bit more than what we've normally seen, but everybody else, uh uh. Those are the front runners. Um, Unless we're really surprised in the next few episodes. Are you bored? Are you bored? No, I'm not bored, you know. I think if Demi wasn't there, I would be a little bit bored because I don't I like to hear and react to what comes out of her mouth. Um the the pageant thing is petty to me. And I don't, I don't it's, like the it's tears and the run drama. Its course. It has. Yeah. That is exactly right. You nailed it. It has run its course. And now, I think we may have all of the sad stories out now. So I'm worried that we may get a little bit bored. But you know, we still haven't seen him hop the fence. That is yet to come. Yep. Yeah. Where's the Olsen twin when he need her? Um <laughs> nothing's really gone on in my life very bad. I don't really have anything bad in the past. I really don't have anything awful to tell you. Well, you're going home. Boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. Normal. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're normal you know and unchallenged upsets... at 23? <laughs> you know what upsets <laughs> weird. me the most? What's that? Chris Harrison has a girlfriend. You know, you had... Um, so let me just a little context. Now, you called me mm-hmm. last night... Um, just before the bachelor was getting ready to go on and I happened to be at Best Buy because I, because I didn't (laughs) have, we had a, we had a live incident happen in Houston. Everybody's okay, but the show wasn't on. So I was desperately trying to find somebody non Houston to give me their cable login. And we found several, but it always took us back to Houston ABC channel because we figured out it goes through your internet provider. Mm -hmm. So, um, I call you and you're at at Best Best Buy and didn't know yeah, your and, user ID or password off the top of your head well, like a normal no. person. Hey, let, let me ask you something. Why, why do they give you a 14-foot Boston Marathon finish line receipt at the um, at Best Buy? No matter what you buy, it's 14 <laughs> feet long. I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I can't figure that out. So, I can't tell anyway, you the last what time I, was... I bought anything at Best Buy. Um, I had a couple couple odds and ends. Uh, some, I had um, an, an like office what? supplier too. Oh. Um, I got <laughs> like a, a I got printer? a new. Uh, uh, no, but I got a new thing for my computer that you plug in. You can put multiple USBs in it at once. So uh-huh. I don't know what that's called, like a port. You know, okay. like a port. So, uh, and then I also uh, got a, a new keyboard. Oh, like a cordless keyboard. <laughs> yeah, like a cordless keyboard. Is it ergonomic? I don't really care. Um, Moving on. <laughs> no, it was full price. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, so after I got my 14-foot receipt, um, I turned my attention to whatever you needed and mm-hmm. uh, let you know that I have no idea what my AT&T U-verse login, I didn't even know I had one. Um, so you were seem, you were semi like like annoyed with me, but Just you were too bit. polite to really, yeah, right. I could tell in your voice. Um, and then, uh, and then you said to me, after you realized I couldn't help you with that, you said, Chris Harrison has a girlfriend <laughs> mm-hmm. as if, no, I blame I, her for it. <laughs> who's the girlfriend? She, I forget her name. I refuse to memorize it. She's an entertainment tonight person, like on the red He's, carpet uh, interviewer. Well, Ah, that's a little incestual. He's dating in the industry. Mm-hmm. He's 47. Yeah. She's 31. God bless him. You know how to tell if that's too young, right? Have I told you this before? Yes, with, and I don't God? remember. Re- refresh my it's memory. Half your age mm-hmm. plus seven is the youngest a guy can date without looking like a complete jack. Okay. So Harrison's Four. 47. Four. So half of that's 24 if you round Four. up, right? So oh. 24 plus 7 would be 31. Mm-hmm. So she's age appropriate. Oh. She's also one of those ones that I think if you saw her picture, you would go, she's not 31. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably knows that. So it's cool. I just, yeah. I, was, I was just sort of disappointed. And thank you to everybody who emailed me and tweeted me and Facebook messaged me and posted and made sure I knew um, so I could prepare now, is this my an official- heart. Official G word is an actual girlfriend or is it just an interest? Mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm pretty sure it's official because they were together and she Instagrammed something. I forget where they were, but it was something maybe SAG award related or something where a lot of people were there and there was the red carpet and they're walking it together. And there's a picture she put Mm -hmm. on Instagram with some sort of heart or every night is better with you or blah. And (laughs) it was announced on all of the, you know, regular magazines, which, you know, usually you send me those the first time you hear about things. It's you, I hear about things. It's usually from you, but you know, last night when we couldn't get, we, we couldn't get onto regular TV. So we had to go to an antenna and turn to channel 13.1, whatever mystery channel that is. And we had to hold the antenna a certain way and it just wouldn't work. And it wasn't the scrambling. Antenna. Yes. We went, we is- went hard on an antenna and trying to, and it was scrambly. And our friend Todd, you know, Todd, he was the tallest mm-hmm. and he's, practically hanging out the window and we would get it and then we wouldn't and we get it and we wouldn't and I blamed it all on her. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a little, um, no, I think that's what the, what, what psychiatrists call projection. No, no, I mean, it's, it's not she her gets fault. Everything. She's fantastic. She gets everything. I get nothing. <laughs> I get nothing. You think nothing. she got the pretty woman day? Yes. You think she definitely. got the pretty <laughs> hey, hey, did he write, her a supportive sentence for her book no he didn't burn girl burn i should write it right now let me read it hold on it's right did he take the time to pose with her at a barnes and noble here in austin when he made it exactly exactly allow me to read the quote that chris harrison said about me Lindsay is a brilliant writer. She once described me as smelling of worn leather, a vintage nine iron, and swagger. She pretty much nailed it. She is definitely worthy of the final rose. 
Chris yeah. Harrison. So I would have that. I would have that crocheted on a pillow, and then you mail it oh, to the I Entertainment do. Tonight studio. Okay, uh, that's a good call. With yeah, with I did a, not with clap butcher, for her. Butcher knife. Mm-mm, I didn't clap for her. All right, listen, um, this is this is far beyond my skill set to sort out. Um, you know, but but I'm I'm going to hope for your sake that this is just one of those show business flings. You mm-hmm. know, that he'll he'll toss her aside and realize that. You know, he's way, way beyond her, her level of sophistication. I bet she strikes a match toward herself. <laughs> I bet she, I bet you she wouldn't puke if she ate a leech. No, she would if she ate a chicken foot. <laughs> You're mixing metaphors. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. I'm trying to be supportive here. I, you know, I don't know. I'm happy for Harrison. He's got a woman mm. half his age and, you know, he's got a billion dollars. What's what's there to be upset about? And a good beard. <laughs> hey, speaking of beards, um, so look, what's your theory on why he's upset next week? Here, Here's what I think. Is he upset Do you week? think? Yes, because Elise does something. Really? Remember? No. Yes. Okay. You remember the, the end of it? She's like storming away and there's a lot of crying and he walks through the, the curtain and somebody says, that's an angry walk. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And doesn't he, does he disappear in Singapore or Thailand? I forget based I on the previews. I wouldn't think Singapore because we've already been there. So we're going somewhere next week? I, I, I didn't see that in the toast. I have oh, no All right. I don't think they toasted. They Maybe did because he yeah, said because no because Demi said thanks to removing all the trash oh, or something. Do <laughs> 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 you remember that? And yes, was like, oh, I okay. Yeah, Colin's like, oh, okay. Let's, uh, you know, my glass is already three quarters of the way above my head, so I might as well finish this. Classless toast. A redneck girl likes to cruise in daddy's pickup truck. Any redneck girl plays her hard when she's down on her. Hey, y'all, thanks for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes. And don't forget to check out my book, Why I Hate Green Beans, at your favorite retailer. Till we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. A weekend more, and I pray that someday I will find me a redneck girl. A redneck girl likes to stay.